Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Hey everybody, welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. Today we are on day two in the second chapter of James. Yesterday we talked a lot about prejudice, about partiality, about favoritism, and how that's just never going to be okay in God's eyes. How we are all different, but that that's really very intentional. There's, you know, Jew and Greek and slave and free and man and woman, so on and so forth. And yet, Each one of us is created in God's image. And today, where we pick up with James, I'm picking up in verse 8. And James is saying, Yes, indeed, it is good when you obey the royal law as found in the scriptures. Love your neighbor as yourself. So what James is doing here is he's anticipating that some of his readers are going to defend their partiality to the rich as simply loving the rich man as their neighbor in obedience to the law. Because remember, we talked yesterday about the very rich and the gold rings and the the ostentatiousness of it all, as opposed to the very poor man, the homeless man, the beggar. And, And so he's anticipating that his listeners or his readers are going to say, but but I'm following the law because I'm loving the rich man. And the problem isn't that you, the, uh, the problem isn't being nice to the rich. Okay. The problem is when we show partiality to the rich and we're not nice to the poor man. And we can't excuse that prejudice or that partiality by just saying, I'm just fulfilling the command to love my neighbor as myself. God sees right through that. And he starts, James starts by saying, it is good when you obey the royal law as found in scriptures. And then he tells us, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, why does he call it the royal law? That's really intentional in James's part. It's because our God is a king and anything that God says makes it royal. Okay. So things that are royal are things that are excellent, noble, grand, useful. Those are, those are things that would all be described as royal coming from a king. And remember, James is uh, recognizing the deity and the kingship of Jesus. And so he's calling this the royal law, and you are to keep the whole law. And he goes on to say, but if you favor some people over others, you're committing a sin. You're guilty of breaking the law. Verse 10, James says, for the person who keeps all of the laws except one is as guilty as the person who has broken all all of God's laws. So what he's saying is, you can't just say, well, I like God's command against murder, because that murder's bad, right? So I'm going to keep that one. But I don't really like his command against adultery. So that one doesn't apply to me. I'm not going to keep that one. Okay, he's saying, God, the king cares about the whole law, the royal law, you don't get to pick and choose. Have you ever heard the phrase cafeteria, Christian? You don't get to pick and choose the parts that you do like and the parts that you don't like. So going back to the royal law and the kingship of Jesus, how many of us, if we're being honest, really treat God as the Lord of our lives? Is God really in charge of your life? I would argue that a lot of people treat God as a personal consultant. 
right? We we pray and, and we kind of tell God what we're going to do. But the thing is about consultants, while they are good, you're consulting them, but ultimately the decision is yours. Let me be very clear. God is not your personal consultant. He either is the Lord of your life or he isn't. You don't get to pick and choose. There is no hierarchy of sin. Our job is to keep the whole law. And part some of the easy part about the whole law is loving our neighbor. Well, unless he's poor and then we don't like him. See where I'm going with this? You don't get to pick and choose. God says you love everybody. You love everybody. God says you don't commit murder or adultery, and you don't get to pick one or the other. God is not your personal consultant. He is Lord of your life. And so that is just something really important that we need to lean into. So I'm going to give you just three quick tips on ways that we can combat this this human tendency of favoritism in our lives. Number one, humility. We need to humble ourselves and realize we're not actually in charge. When we, when we talk about the I've got this, I can I can do it. I'll pull myself up by my bootstraps. That's a that's a very common way for the world to look at it. But if we humble ourselves and realize we need God to be in charge of our lives, that's going to bring us to a place of humility, and it makes it easier then to be followers of the law. Number two, love. God calls us to love. Love your God with all your heart, might, soul, and strength, and what? Love your neighbor as yourself. Love, 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 love. Stay in your lane and love. And number three, intentionality. I think it's really important that we don't just meander through life and, you know, bounce off the rails like a bumper bowling ball. We're really intentional with what we do, with who, with whom we hang out. Um, you know, what do they say? Show me, show me your five closest friends and I'll show you your future. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are they people who edify, who bring you up, who choose God as the Lord of their life? Or do they like to make their own rules? And then that kind of drags you along with them. Lots of really heavy, heady stuff to think about. I promised you that James came out swinging and I wasn't kidding. Make sure you come back tomorrow. We are going to talk about our good deeds. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five and you can connect with me there.